That's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. When it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid amiibo and always bashing on Nintendo. But that's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. Thanks, Retro Fandango. Well, well, how are you, gentlemen? Good. How are you, Eric? Uh, I am good. That's good. I am good, good, good. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Ask me again in an hour. Oh, yeah. Things might change in an hour. I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Now nah, we're all good. It's, everything's good. Everything's great. We're all happy to be here. We're all happy to be recording Retro Fandango, episode number 118. That's right. Richard finishes <laughs> his big yawn. He's that getting ready. He was, was a waking up yawn. He's ready. He's ready to do this. <clears throat> so we got Eric, the mighty Q-Dog, today. We got a guest. Hello. Yes. All right. That's it. Yeah. Eric's okay. been on a bunch Thanks of times. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks for being on. Last minute well, decision. Been a while, but... I actually have some yeah. business to conduct with you. But uh, <laughs> okay. I, have to say, I have to save it for off air. Some real, some real business. Something that might oh, really? something that might uh, have to do with C three, maybe. Who knows? Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. Business. You don't have to mute your mic every time you yawn, Richard. No one will. Ever... It's not <laughs> muted. Oh wow! What was that? That was just like a, a silent yawn. Hey, what do you always make a big moaning noise when you yawn? Of course, everyone <laughs> needs to know that I'm tired. <laughs> I used to get uh, criticized in high school for doing that. Yawning loud? Yeah. Just from my other classmates. Like, what are you making all this noise for? Oh, not from the teacher. From the other classmates. Oh, I didn't yawn in class. I was a good student. Oh, I see. I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were. Professional, just like Eric. Right, right. I bet you Eric Eric Eric. has more schooling than both of us combined. How long Probably. were you in school for, Eric? I, I doubt that. When, when, like, how long was your course? Well, how many years was that sucker to become a, a what are you, a super engineer? No, no. Yeah, I, I went to, I, I got a bachelor's degree, uh, and then I, I went on and got a, a non-thesis master's, which is just a coursework. So it wasn't too bad, like four years of regular college, three semesters of, uh, four semesters of uh, the master's degree. Hmm. Did I lose you? Okay. Hmm. Hmm. No, no, I'm just contemplating. I'm just uh, thinking about everything you just said. That's still more school than I went to. Did you ever go to college, Richard? <laughs> yeah. What did you wow. take? The way that was said. <laughs> what? I was just wondering. Maybe you didn't. You're a self-made businessman. Did you ever, now. ever get in, Richard? Yeah, you ever did something? You ever did something? You ever go to college? Yeah, I don't know. Americans uh, don't go to college I all did. Time. I did. I got my bachelor's. I've seen your president. You know, not all of you end up in college, so I'm just wondering. <laughs> uh, well, can't fight you on that. Uh, what did you do four years? Oh, that's right. You met your wife in college, right? I did. What did you take? Yes. What was your big university? What was, what was uh, I got my my bachelor's in media arts. So that's kind of oh. media arts. Wait, what is that? Is that like television? That's film, television, radio, oh. all that. So how come you're not working with Spielberg? Well, why aren't you, Mr. Oh, TV man? Because I'm not br- I'm not bright. <laughs> I'm not bright enough <laughs> to suck up to the right people. Brown knows my uh, way in. Plus, there's I what didn't... you want. There's what you want to study, and then there's what you want to do. 
And then, and then there's just having no guidance whatsoever. Yeah. Like I, plus I went to, uh, to, I don't know how it is in, uh, in the States, but in Canada, there's like a real big difference between going to college and university. When you go to college, that's, that's, you're destined to be a grunt and work as a grunt. When you go to university, like all the people who go to university get like all the cushy positions and they give each other cushy positions. So you're constantly working for people who went to university instead of college. If you go, to I college. started. I went to college, and then uh, they had this big orientation, and they said none of you are going to graduate from this college. And they were like, "What?" And then they <laughs> decided. They said they they changed the name. Uh, they reached university status oh. after the first year. So, you know, there was a high school in in Sudbury that would call themselves uh, a college. Mm-hmm. How how did they get away with that? They're just a high school. Uh, mm. The the school I work for is kind of a high school slash college. Mm. I don't understand it at all. I just do my job and get out of there. Good for you. Yeah. Excellent. So I have more time for this, so we can complain about why Eric doesn't do his job here. Yeah, Eric, what's the deal this week? You didn't do your job. <laughs> I had to go in there and put in my own uh, Fandango. Uh, yeah. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to just assert a little bit of uh, defiance there, not not let you guys get uh, take me for granted. That is known in the Cartridge Club as the Fandango spirit. Good for you, sir. <laughs> Actually, I will applaud that. Very good. Very good. Thank you. The Fandango spirit, just born right here in this moment. Uh, I didn't actually go and check to that see if old. anyone posted anything on there. <laughs> Uh, I just posted no, it yesterday. I, I don't think anyone did. Let's see. No, no, no. Let's see. This thing is so laggy and slow for me. I don't know why. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> it was just no, me. We, th- we can I, just accept reality. You don't need to pretend. <laughs> I thought someone had posted in there, but then I thought, no, it was just my posting of the posting. That's why it was we didn't get top. We didn't get posts on our Star Wars episode. I, I know, think uh, people abandoned completely. Come on. What's up? But I bet you people didn't even listen. What's wrong with you people? It was a good episode. I listened. Fun. I listened. It was fun. It was good. Yeah. We had Duke yeah. on. It was good times. Talking about Star Wars. Lightsabers and Ewoks. Yeah. Yeah. There was something. Oh, damn. I can't remember now. I should have wrote it down in the notes. There was something we forgot to mention about Star Wars. Oh, well. Maybe oh, we forgot to. I know we forgot to mention Cliff Clavin. And Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. That's right. He is in there. Here we go. Wait. Hold on. What's up with that? Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely the second one. What's up with that? What's up with that? Uh, um, let's just go down the list here. Cartridge Club, having a meetup. We're, we're, we're going to be seeing Eric in like, oh, I'm going to be seeing Eric in like a few weeks. It's crazy. That's right. How fast it's coming. The end of June. June, what is it? 27th? June no, 2nd. no, 21st. 20, what? 22nd, maybe. <laughs> Kevin's going to show up a week late. Oh, damn. All right. It's, I, it's less than two weeks now. Two weeks from today. Oh, well, no. I don't want to give any. Sorry. I got to get some stuff done, man. I got to Oh, man. I got my hands in too many pies. I got to stop this madness. <laughs> too many things to do. Oh, jeez. That's not good. I thought I had that weekend before on the 20th. So it's, it's on the 20th. I hope I booked the right vacation. I better go check. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I did. Okay, well, that's coming up. 
Uh, if you want more information, go to www.cartridgeclubs.org slash C3. And uh, we're doing a meetup there on the Monday after Too Many Games. So people from the Cartridge Club will be at Too Many Games, and then we're going to do a thing there. And there's going to be people doing live podcasts, including myself. This is oh, official, get out of here. This is the official announcement. I will be doing something there. Something. Who are you going to Excellent. be podcasting with? I wish it was Richard. I wish we could figure out a way to get Richard in there. That's the right answer. You can stop right there. That's, <laughs> but, that's all you need to say. But don't, don't, no, no continuing. But, you don't need to. Do but we can't. We can't. Mm. I don't know how. How would we do it? How would we, how would you do a Skype call? And and then you'd have to like you have to see like when I do the show, I got the headphones on, so you're not echoing or anything no feedback or anything like that so how would you do that so you can project your audio to the people sitting there and listening and get a good recording and like it's just i don't think it would i don't think it's feasible i don't think you can do it Mm -hmm. i thought about it i thought about it a lot i'm like how can i do this but i can't so instead what i'm going to be doing is i'm going to be hosting an 80s trivia contest Game show kind of thing? Yeah. There's going to be some 80s Ace trivia. trivia? Ooh, 80s. What kind of trivia? 80s. 80s. Okay. 80s. I could do some Ace trivia. I could do some Ace. Cindy Lauper. Oh, damn. Okay, you got one point. There you go. <laughs> you got one point. There's your clue. For the Fandangle listeners, you have an edge. So, yeah, I'm going to be doing a, kind of a um, uh, Jeopardy-style Kind of like we've what we've done on this show before. Oh, so rip off. Yeah, I'm gonna rip off uh, Fandango. <laughs> I'm gonna rip off myself, and um, yeah, I'm gonna kind of do uh, so. Yeah, it's gonna be all '80s trivia. So it's gonna be music. We're gonna have movie stuff. We're gonna have uh, television stuff. Maybe some. Um, I don't know. Maybe some sort of current events kind of thing that happened in the '80s. Current events in well, the '80s. Yeah, there was like, well, I don't know, events that happened in the 80s, I guess. Okay. I don't want to say political stuff. I mean, but, old you know, news. Old news, yeah. <laughs> 80s, uh, I don't know. Monumental moments of the 80s. How's that? <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe some Oscars. Maybe, I don't know. I haven't figured out all the categories just yet, but uh, it'll be something. It will be something. Well, all right. Well, good luck with that, considering Thanks. you don't know what week the event is. <laughs> I got I to gotta move now. I gotta move. Let me tell you, I tried to weasel out of it really badly, but it it, it just was not happening. They just kept the. So you're made. you're the host. Is this uh, open to everybody else in attendance, or do you have uh, uh, you know a couple of contestants, you know, I'm, Jeopardy style? You I'm only glad got three you. People? I'm glad you asked that, Richard, because uh, what I plan to do is have three contestants, and if you are interested in being a contestant, you can send me, and you're attending C3, and you'll be there on the Monday for the record. You can send me a DM. And uh, I'm going to pick uh, out of all the people that uh, respond. If there is uh, more than three, I'll just pick them at random. I'll put their names in a random generator, and they'll be picked at random. So if you're interested, and you're big on the 80s, and you think you know a lot about the 80s, just send me a DM, and I'll get you. What's the incentive for them to join in? Are they going to win some kind of prize? There will be a prize box full of... Full! Full! <laughs> Of stuff that would be cool to have in the 80s. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh boy. Might not Everyone's be cool to have now, collection. but it'd be <laughs> cool to have in the 80s. Stuff Kevin can't get rid of at Value Village. <laughs> and it's stuff like, it's not like, you know, an 80s Christmas morning. Think more of your uncle just remembered it was your birthday and he, <laughs> he got you something last minute, probably at at the byway, that's for the Ontario people here who grew up in the 80s. Probably at the byway so, uh, or Walgreens or something like that. Just pick something up. So you got maybe a birthday card and, and that's something else. That box will be full of that. You're definitely going to have to get that random generator ready because you're going to get floods of requests. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Settles. You know, most of the people in the club didn't grow up in the 80s. This is true, but they might uh, know a lot about the 80s or think that they do or assume that they do. So it should be good times. should be fun. Okay. I hope. Well, good luck with that. I hope somebody records that. Um, well, it's, everything should be recorded. So, and maybe this time we'll post it on this channel. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Um, want to remind everyone that the Quick Save Club is playing Planescape Torment this month, and I'm playing along, and it's and it's fun. It's good times. The um, main character in the game gives you positive feedback. If you remember uh, when I was playing Diablo, I got nothing but negative feedback from the mage that I was playing at or playing as. Uh, so you remember you got this. Not enough mana. Every time I would do something. Not enough mana. I'd walk around the corner. Not enough mana. I'd go to pick something up in my inventory. Not enough mana. It was just constant. All the time. Hey, there's a shop. Not enough mana. Dumb game. I, I just couldn't stand it. But in this game, this game, the guy gives you positive experience or, or feedback. Every time you do something, every time you, uh, you know, do something of note, you get updated my journal. That's right. He updated your journal. It's like, that was interesting. I'm going to put that in my journal. Updated my journal. You, you, uh, you know, you, you go through the, the conversation and you, you find something of note. And he'll say, updated my journal. It's very nice. Very positive game. I like it. So if you want to be positive and you want to like things too, head over to the <laughs> Quick Save Club. <laughs> and, Who wants that? Uh, what? When is it? Where is it? I don't know. Somewhere. Just type in Quick Save Club in the Google. I'm sure it'll pop up. And play along with Planescape Torment. It's fun. No. That yeah. game is on sale, is it not? It is on sale right now for $5. You're going to pick it up, Good old games? <laughs> yep. On GOG. That's uh, it's right. a bit late for that. I mean, we're already uh, over a week into this month. That's, and right. that's a long plenty, game. It'd be nice if time. somebody notified me, you know, with plenty of notice. <laughs> plenty of time. Say a few months ago. Plenty you know, of time. When it was first announced. You mean like. Great. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy, man. It's on sale all the time. And there it is. Uh, if people want to get it cheap and not be able to finish it in time, sure. Go ahead. Oh, you'll be able to finish it in time. And it's a game that I encourage everyone to take their time with playing. Don't try to rush it. It's not the kind of game you can rush. You can't just power through it. It's an experience. You've got to sit back and enjoy the conversations that happen within this game. Eric, have you played Planescape Torment before? No, I have not. So this is your first time experiencing it as you play through with the Quick Save Club. Uh, 
yeah, I guess I need to say, sure, I'm playing along. You don't need and to you're say You're certainly it. playing along right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm playing along. Uh, Richard, yes. Uh, that's okay. With that. If our turnout is anything like uh, Half-Life, uh, the three of us are going to are having a good time. That's all you need to know. Three of us. Having a good time. Uh, <laughs> well, this is, uh, this is uh, Pam's favorite game, is it not? Yeah, and uh, she, she may, be, may or may not be lined up for a guest, as a guest. May or may not. Don't know. Um, yeah. But it's funny because now the game, like this is the quick save club. We're all about the PC, about playing PC games. And the game, a game that I never thought would get announced for the consoles, like Planescape Torment. While we're playing, it gets announced for the consoles. You see that? Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, Planescape Torment, I- Icewind Wind, uh, 1 and 2, Icewind Dale 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. They're all on the consoles now. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. Hey. That's your uh, quick save. What's up with that? That's a quick save effect. That's a quick save curse. We're supposed to be PC only. Those games. I don't like <laughs> it. I don't like it. Don't like You're it at losing all. Losing out. Consoles going to get everything. Well, consoles are becoming PCs, so I guess I guess so. It would mm-hmm. be interesting to see how to play that game or how that would work uh, as a controller, like with a controller. But they did it for Diablo, so I suppose. There's a way. All right, aren't they just going to allow you to have keyboards and mice and all they, that stuff? Yeah, anyway? the Xbox does. Uh, like you can have a USB keyboard and mouse on there now. I think I don't know if you can play many games with it, but you can operate the dashboard. I think. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, it makes more sense for them because they'll just uh, they'll get that little bit of extra money from uh, their hardcore fan base. They're like, eh, we're curious about PC games, but I, I'm so addicted to my Xbox, I can't look away. So. Well, the Xbox is they're working. Microsoft is working towards getting Steam on the Xbox. Like you can have you can access Steam and play Steam games on the Xbox. Microsoft's doing okay. a whole bunch of weird stuff. They're putting their games on Steam. Like, you know how they always had the Microsoft Store? If you want to buy Forza or Voodoo Vince or something like that, you had to go to the Microsoft mm. Store. They're putting those games onto Steam now. This is craziness. It's good. They're, they're diversifying. I like it. I hope. I wish everything got on Steam. Put Nintendo, put your stuff on Steam. You don't need it. I don't want to buy a Switch. Just let me play it on the PC. Mm. Let's do it. Let's do it up. Everything on the PC. I like it. Uh, I also just wanted, before we continue on, I wanted to do a little uh, PSA. I see that there is like a, a cassette, audio cassette revival out there that's happening. People are going to thrift stores and buying audio cassettes. Uh, I just, I just want to warn you that uh, this, is, this is misplaced nostalgia. Cassettes were never good, and they never will be good. They were always inferior technology. We put up with them back in the day, back in the 80s. Because they were portable, they were affordable, and they were disposable. And that's why we put up with them. But we don't have to anymore. You got other methods. You don't need to resort to cassettes. So cassettes are bad. So stop. Every time I you like pl- cassettes. Every time you play a cassette, <laughs> it degrades. The quality of the cassette degrades every time you play. Every, every moment that ticks by... With a cassette, it loses its magnetic field that's keeping that audio on the cassette, and it degrades with time. So these are not this is not good technology. 
You don't want these things. So don't waste your time. Put your not money... Everybody's, not everybody's an anal audiophile. Everybody should stuff. be and not be putting up with cassettes. Let's not start this. I don't cassettes want it. Cassettes are fun. No, they're because not. Because you can open them with one hand. They are and not fun. They are no good. Flip that thing open. Get I rid like of them. opening cassette cases. Absolutely not. You know who uses cassettes? You know, you know the only people who use cassettes today? Prisoners. That's it. People in prison. They're the only ones that still use cassettes. So smart. Wouldn't up. that be dangerous though to give them access to you know the the cassette, <laughs> the cassette tape out? and you're going to choke someone with that? Hey, it's crummy. something. It's not strong enough for you to choke you, you someone. layer that you get you get a couple of uh set <laughs> tape reels the cassettes in in prison the prison cassettes are you could special braid that stuff they're, they're special they don't they're clear you can't have like a one with uh like uh, it has to be transparent plastic because they don't want people smuggling stuff into prisons with cassettes and they can't use screws because you can make those into weapons as well apparently or you can use them to build weapons. So screws are no. So they can't have screws in them. But they Why don't. don't they just give them CDs? Because yeah, you can turn a CD into oh, a shank. Oh, you can snap a CD. That's oh. right. So CDs okay. are banned in prisons. So the only way they can listen to music. They can listen. They can have MP3 players, but nobody in prison has Wi-Fi. So you can't download any, any songs. Mm. So cassettes mm. is what they use. That's it. So if How you want, just don't give them anything because they're prisoners. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, don't serve their time in silence. Because if you don't give them something, then they have nothing to live for, right? They got nothing to work for. If you got nothing to take away, so what if you just pump in music, you know, throughout the well? Not the everybody song? enjoys the same music, Richard. Believe it or not. Well, you're in prison. You don't yeah. have a lot of choice, right? But if you don't give them something to work for, you don't give them like even small goals, like the ability to to listen to music, then uh, chaos ensues. So they can they can challenge themselves by seeing how many license plates they can make that day. Because what? It, and the next day they can try to beat that record. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm sure they're not motivated like that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, these are nice ideas, Richard, but I don't think they're practical. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I've never been to prison. I don't know how it is. Yeah. I uh I I've never been to prison as well, but uh I'm I'm well rounded and educated in all things prison. Like you got I got that from your community college. Well, it was like a prison, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there was lots of um manhandling, let's just say that. <laughs> oh, the washroom. Don't tap your foot in the washroom. Just don't don't do it. Don't tap your foot in the washroom. That's right. Place. Don't do it. Was that a signal? If you want to find out, no. <laughs> <laughs> go to the washroom and tap your foot. You will find out quickly. All right. All All right. right. If you're still just remembering your, your favorite cassette tunes and you're just tapping along. Hey, you're going to find out why it's not a good idea to do that. All right. Yeah. It happened to uh, It happened to George Michael. Could happen to you. George Michael went to prison. No, but he tapped his foot in the washroom. <laughs> okay, it's a true story. Look it up. Go to the Googles. 
Okay. Richard can't. He doesn't know if I'm serious or not. But I am serious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hey. Sure. Sure. Okay. All right. Eric, All right. it's time to talk to you. Enough about me. Oh, boy. Let's find out why you hate uh, pirates and amigos. <laughs> What's going on with you here? Why are you so angry? Which which one are we? Which one? Either uh, both. Which one would you like to start with? You want to start with pirates? Let's talk about pirate. Yeah, pirating. Okay. I mean, look, <clears throat> I'm looking. So this will be this will be the the Fandango forum, right? We'll do it. We'll do it live. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't I don't hate pirates. I you know what I what I I guess one of my points, one of my more recent points was, don't you know. What are they? What is the old expression? Don't 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 piss on my leg and call it rain. Yeah, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's rain. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm not allowed to say certain words. Uh, yeah. So you know, there was this issue maybe a month or wait, hold on. You can say you can say piss, but you can't say pee. No, I thought you guys didn't want me to say piss. (laughs) What this show? You corrected me to pee. Oh no! Fuck it. You can say whatever you want. All right. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. It's it's like the, you, you remember the George Carlin bit, you know, the, the words you can't say on TV. Yeah, this is piss TV. was one of them, right? Uh, okay. yeah, anyway, that was okay. the first one. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Can't say piss. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, no, there was a there was this issue, uh, this news item a few months ago where people were talking about how there was some arcade game that had never been dumped and someone went in and 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 uh copied the roms or whatever and released them and um it started this discussion about how this was uh uh you know preservation right yeah and and that's the kind of thing i hear all the time oh it's preservation oh it's preservation and i think i think richard mentioned this in the star wars podcast too and it's like look uh, let's all be honest with ourselves here okay you're pirating this stuff you're stealing it because you want to have access to it, you personally. This isn't about some noble historic, you know, preservation where we're we're doing this, you know, this great archival service. No, 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 no. The stuff I have on my retro pie or whatever these movies. This is because I want to watch them. I want to play them. So let's be honest with ourselves and say, look, you know, you don't have a right to this stuff. Um, I don't buy the argument that just because it's expensive means you shouldn't have to pay for it. Um, there is a market for it if there if it's available in the marketplace and there's a price on it, and you don't want to pay the price, and then you take the ROM, eh, you're you know it's piracy. You're stealing it. It's not for any noble purpose other than you want to play it, you want to experience it, and you don't want to pay for it. That's really all. And I'm not saying I'm above that because I'm not. I I have ROMs. I got I got plenty of ROMs, but um, I don't think I'm. At least I'm trying not to delude myself into thinking that this is for some other noble purpose than. I just want to have these games available in a convenient in a convenient way. Well, that's all. Let me just say, I think you're very noble for for keeping that no. all those romps. <laughs> Keep it up, <laughs> noble. No, look. I'm not okay, trying to virtue signal either. I'm just saying there, you know, it's it's piracy. Come okay, on. but there are instances where it is actually done for preservation, where because there are. Um, uh, downloadable or pirated versions of the software out there. Those are the only versions of some software that are out there. Like they would have been mm-hmm. gone completely without them. So I'm not saying, yeah, yeah. obviously in every case, you know, it's, it is uh, yeah, a joke to say that, you know, you're preserving like say the Witcher three. I mean, you can go buy the Witcher three <laughs> on GOG.com, right? You don't, you're yeah, not, yeah, if yeah. you're downloading Witcher three, you're, you're, you know, pirating it. There's absolutely no 
uh, question. But for instance, there is uh, Ghostbusters 2 for DOS. That was a game that was out. It had its time. It it was out on uh, diskette. You can go buy the diskettes for it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's gone. There's no. You can't go and you can't buy it anywhere. You might be lucky if somebody actually uh, puts one up on eBay. Maybe you can buy it. But for the most part, it is dead software. It is completely gone. The only way you can get it yeah. is, and it's not coming back, right? It's uh, you know it's a licensed property. It had its time. Uh, the you know the people who who made it got paid. The people who were part of it got paid. It's gone. It's done. It's vaporware. It or not vaporware. What do you call it? The I don't know. It's dead. Abandonware. Abandonware. That's it. Abandoned. Yeah. Right. So the only way you can get that game, the only way that game has been preserved, is uh, through piracy. Yeah, but only one person has to do that, right? I mean, right. I, well, what I, happens? I think what happens if there's a fire evolved? in that guy's apartment? Uh, you want to talk about data backups oh, right so, so everyone's got a backup uh, of it um look at the there was a, a, my, a buddy of mine mike ladano he uh bought def leopard mp3s from uh, uh their their website in the early 2000s and i don't there was some deal or whatever that they made with the uh with this website and I don't think a lot of people bought it because I think a lot of people were not buying Def Leppard MP3s. <laughs> it was some live show, <laughs> right? That would only happened uh, mm-hmm. happened once. Mm-hmm. So he got he got got these copies, and um, Def Leppard themselves, when they went to put out some box set of uh, rarities and all that, they themselves didn't have copies of these things. So they actually reached out to yeah. him to, because I think he was one of the few people that bought them, or he did a review of them, or something like that. And he actually was able to supply them with uh, copies of these things that he bought. And they put these okay. copies on their uh, latest uh, uh, rarities box set. His name is actually in the credits uh, of their uh, latest box set. So, should, cool. so yeah. So, so like, that's, that's well, preser- preservation right there. He preserved those, those uh, songs right there. They wouldn't have them without his uh, insane... Uh, uh, tenacity to keep 20-year-old Def Leppard MP3s. So let me ask about that, because I I think you mentioned this also, or at least tangentially in the Star Wars podcast, and that was, you know, when you have something, or maybe the Def Leppard example isn't a good uh, example, because they came back and said, hey, we do want these things. But who is it that gets to decide whether something should be or deserves to be, you know, preserved? Uh, and you you talked about this with respect to George Lucas, right? And and he re-released these movies, and he kind of did, did away with the old ones. And I somebody made a comment about, you know, at some point when you release these things out to the public, the fans, you know, the 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 people, the fans, I guess they 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 have a part of this. And so, you know, for your Ghostbusters two example, let's say, I mean, does that need to be preserved? Do you, as a as a former owner of it, or as just a, an enthusiast enthusiast of it, get to say? This is this warrants preservation, and I am going to pirate a copy in order to ensure that it is preserved, or is that overstepping your uh, overstepping your bounds? Certainly, I wouldn't want my home movies preserved by a third party if I decided that hey, you know what, I want this deleted. So who gets to make that call? What? what? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, I think 
Well, the difference there is uh, one was put out to the public and the other is for private use. So you obviously don't want your home videos being stolen and and Mm -hmm. copied of, but something that was put out there for public consumption, uh, you can make an argument for that. In the grand scheme of things, I agree with you more, Eric, in that uh, basically it is people just taking what they want because they want it. Uh, and I'll agree with you. I think the the argument they make about preservation is what's really annoying. Because uh, yeah, yeah, I, I could see it for it's just I want it because I want it, and that's it. It's difficult. Sometimes it's unattainable. Could be something that was uh, produced with a certain license, and the license expires, and it was never released in any format. So it's just kind of it's out there. It's, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. never going to come back for whatever reason. Um, but it's. I do believe there is a large gray zone these days because of the internet and because of um, the, I guess, illegal uploading of certain things. For example, you pick any any song, any song that's ever been re- uh, recorded and distributed, it's probably on YouTube. It's not supposed to yeah. be there, but I can go to YouTube because I pay for my internet and I can access um, a video and listen to it anytime I yeah. want. So I don't own it, but I have complete and unrestricted access to it because somebody else put it up there. Yeah. Um, and in, in many cases, it's even the bands themselves that have like an official channel or something. You can go and just listen to their music whenever you want. It's playing on the radio. Uh, it's all over the internet. So even if I don't download it, it's just there. Um, uh, something in physical print, like, uh, you take a book, I can copy that book on Microsoft word and sit there and type it word for word. And I can have a copy of it of my own. I can, uh, get a comic book and I can trace all the characters and all the lettering and reproduce it, make a photocopy of it. And you're not supposed mm-hmm. to make photocopies of it, but nothing, you don't stop kids from drawing pictures of Mickey mouse, even though Mickey mouse is a copyrighted character. You know, it's we got that weird gray zone of what can you copy, what can you not copy, mm-hmm. and I'll, again, I'll agree with you on the grounds of uh, people want it because they want it, and there are, I think the Kevin's example is like the one or two percent, the oh the yeah, Def no, I, thing or the Ghostbusters thing is sometimes it does uh, come in handy, you know, it's yeah. like oh somebody oh, has it. You know, even in a uh, not so great example of when we do the podcast, occasionally something messes up. It's like, oh, you know what? I was recording it, too. So it's like having those backups. You know, there's a reason for it. There's a reason why we live in this mm-hmm. age of of uh, computers where we're, we're constantly told back things up, make backup copies, keep these files for three years. You know, you never know when you're going to need it. Uh, but long and short of it is, yeah, you just basically you get it because you want it it's it's not something you need it's just for pure entertainment and you know your own interests yeah i know and i i agree that like the majority of the stuff like i said like people downloading the witcher 3 or whatever i mean it th- that's all that's not that has nothing to do with preservation i mean the company is doing their the fine job themselves preserving that um although like look at even um uh, World of Warcraft, right? Uh, there's a vanilla version of that game that people really like. If people didn't keep uh, copies of that original game, I don't think that game would be around anymore because they keep updating the game. 
And so that original version, you can't play anymore. It's gone, right? Mm -hmm. So if you want to play the original version. So just like the George Lucas movies, right? If we want to watch those original movies. And sure, yeah, George Lucas, maybe, well, he doesn't own it. I guess Disney owns it now. But there was still a bunch of people. That was the point in the Star Wars episode. There was a bunch of people that worked on the movie and actually won Oscars for that movie. And their work has been completely erased from existence. That's... You know, I I don't I don't think that's right at all. And uh, yeah, if it weren't for piracy, you wouldn't be able to see these things unless you went out and bought a a laser disc and actually found one that was working or got some VHS. But even that is not it's not the the correct aspect ratio and all that stuff. So I just thought it was funny, Eric, that you I totally agree with you guys that the preservation argument is minute. There are people out there that do it. There are groups of people that do it. I mean, they go as far as to get, like, there was a program released in the state of Louisiana to the Louisiana whatever school board, and it was some, like, you know, some game, like uh, the Ox, was that Ox Trail or whatever, that all you Americans love? Oregon Trail? The Oregon Trail, that's the one. Mm. Uh, something like the Oregon Trail, like a game like that, but it only mm-hmm. came out in Louisiana to one school board, and there was only so many copies of it made. And they'll preserve that because they don't discriminate. They don't say, well, you know, this is, you know, I we didn't like this game, or we think this game's bad, or this game isn't worthy of keeping, or whatever. They just keep everything, right? Because they believe it all mm-hmm. should be preserved. So I just thought it was funny that that one, like an instant like that, where there's an arcade game that would wouldn't exist without people making copies of it to keep it around. And that was the one that you pointed out as, well, these guys are stupid just calling it preservation. Because well, in that instant, that was one of the legit instants where it is for due to preservation that they're so keeping So hang it. on. So do you remember that story? Because the way I understood it was it was this arcade game. And there are a couple of versions of it out there. There's a couple of physical arcade units that are out there. Okay. Right. People have this in their homes. What ended up happening in this case, which I find particularly egregious, is that somebody had called in, um, one of the owners of this had called somebody in to service the machine or another machine. And the service person came in and copied the ROM images without the owner's knowledge. Mm. Okay. He came in and declared, or not outright, but to himself or to whatever, this is worthy of preservation and these people who have the physical boards are hoarding them, keeping them from the public. And I am going to make the decision that this needs to be released. Well, and who, I found okay. that to well, be who are they? Offensive. Who are they to decide that nobody else gets to play these games? They're the only ones. They, they, well, well okay. So uh, they own that, it. Yeah. They bought it. If you so? own something, well, they bought, they look, only man, bought, I, they no. only bought a copy of it. He only made a copy of it. See, this is the thing with no, no, this is the bought, big difference. I think he bought a legitimate. He bought it. It's not a copy. I mean, let's be very careful with our terms. He bought an original manufactured version. I, okay, the I, manufactured I'm version is a copy of the original version. I understand, but I, let's be clear, though. I mean, because this is a legitimately this is a legitimate copy made by the copy. Who says it's owner, leg, right? who says it's legitimate? I'll, who decides it's legitimate? It's for the sake of this discussion, let's say the copyright owner, the person who coded the game, says, 
I will, we are going to manufacture these boards. We are going to manufacture a hundred of them and they're going to go out into the market and we're going to, you know, we're going to sell these things. So there's a hundred copies. Now somebody comes along and says, only 10 of these things are left and these guys in the world have it and they're hoarding it. They're not releasing it. And uh, freedom of information, man, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to take it from you without you knowing. And, and um, you know, I, I find that, um, I find that uh, disagreeable. I, I don't, I don't appreciate that. So you're okay with these guys hoarding it because they're under, under some sort of legal, I don't know, like, uh, what makes them more moral for keeping this from everybody else for hoarding these? Uh, that uh, like what I makes will them better? And defend Eric here okay. because Let's... they're not hoarding; they own uh, a machine. They that, bought it. They bought something used off of someone else. Who says? Why are they the gatekeepers of this game? Why are right, they the only they ones paid. that get to play? Because it? they paid for the privilege. Yeah, they it, paid it's... for the privilege of being. They paid a who? They paid a third party that had nothing to do with the game. It's a legitimate but... transfer of the license. So it, who's who's to this... decide it's legitimate or not? In this That's, case, it's somebody see, owns something. Hold on, and before we before we go, hold, just, stop, stop. I got I got to ask you to stop because we got to get this one thing. Kind of we got to get this one thing clear, okay? Piracy is not stealing. Okay, stealing is taking something from someone else. Someone has something, and you go and you take it, right? So someone has a car in their driveway. I'm going to go take their car, and I'm going to drive it, and I'm going to take it away. That's stealing, right? Now. If I had, I'm, let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. <laughs> and then you could talk. If you had a super 3D printer, a print, 3D printer of the, of, of the future, and you saw someone's car in their driveway, and you said, I want one of those cars, and you made a copy of the car, and you drive away with the copy. They still have their car, and you drove away with a copy of it. Who did you steal that car from? You stole, stole a car. The, you stole the design. You stole the intellectual property of that car from the people who designed it, and 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 manufactured it. And and th- and we disagree on this, Kevin. I mean, I'll, I'll come out straight out and say it. I think piracy is stealing, and I think it's stealing because we have a notion of something called the copyright. And what that means is the person who developed the thing owns the right to say when the copies are made. If you make a copy of a car, of a book, of a game, whatever, without the right, without the permission of the copyright owner, that is theft. So yes, it's intellectual property theft. It's theft, and and um, uh, the the different the in the example of the arcade, those people who have the boards paid to have a legitimate transfer of the license. They they bought the license. It's one-to-one. There's no copies are being made. It's a transfer of one person to another. That's just like selling a book, right? That's why we allow books to be sold. You transfer the book to another person. It means you no longer have access to it, and the new person does. When you make a copy, that's not what's happening. And so if I was to buy something and say I want to uh, – I'm going to buy a prototype – I want. I paid for the right to own the prototype. That means I get to own what happens to it. If someone comes in and makes a copy of it under the claim, hey, we're going to release this because everybody should have access to this. 
What they've effectively done is they've taken away my rights as an owner, as someone who's paid to have that ownership. They've taken them away. Effectively, they've stolen it from me. Yeah, okay, but... That's my claim. That's my position. The difference is, and I agree with that. I, I totally agree with everything you said, except for the part with these old arcade units, because the people who made these arcade units and put out the copies and sold them already made their money. They made it years and years ago, and they have abandoned it. They're not doing anything with it anymore. It's done. The, everybody who, who legitimately worked on it is done. So the only people who are making money on it are people who had nothing to do with the game and are just reselling it over and over again between themselves. Keep it for a little while, then uh, you know, make some more money. Keep it just to make some money or whatever, and just keep the prices going up and up as the thing becomes more and more scarce. I think the laws are outdated. They don't. Uh, they 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 were for old technology like books, like newspapers. That's when all these things were written, and technology has surpassed these laws, and these laws need to be updated. So yes, under the guise of the law, that it they are not doing right, but I think it's because it hasn't been updated, and there isn't a a group that can fight this fight. There isn't anyone, like, the pirates can't band together and say, look, this is old technology, like, you know, whatever. They can't, they can't go fight their fight in the court. There's nobody that's going to put up the money for it. So these laws are never going to change. There will always be that, uh, you know, that, that stigma that these guys are immoral because they're breaking these laws, but they stink. The laws stink. They need to be updated. They need to be updated in a right way. So we can get past all this. Well, I want to give Richard a chance to talk here, but I do want to respond to that. And that is, I, I certainly can agree that the laws are outdated, but we also must acknowledge we must we must be able to protect the people who are doing the creative, doing the creative. They've already work. so okay, for example, but they've already been cr- protected, right? Like the people who made they that are game, they are currently. But you're saying we should change the laws? No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, saying it needs okay. they need to be updated. I'm not saying that like oh, yes. they need to be updated so piracy is completely. Uh, out in the open in that but what i think should happen is that there needs to be some sort of you know like date where you say okay you know you haven't used this property in so many uh years it's fair game now they do have that in like england for instance i think they're pretty close to all the beatles albums being fair game fair use uh public domain uh if you will yeah uh, but the problem in the states, for instance, people keep buy, rebuying and rebuying the license, right? Like Michael Jackson did, mm-hmm. or whatever. So it always remains owed to someone. Um, okay, you know, so like stuff like that. So like, for instance, for this arcade unit, you know, it hasn't been sold legitimately in I don't know how many years. That should be free reign. Okay, can I go back? To my point originally. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, all I wanted to say is uh, I I agree with Eric on on the grounds of the person who entered the other person's home to service the machine. Uh, if if what Eric said is true, uh, did make a copy without the other person knowing it. Never said, uh, "Hey, can I do this? Is it okay if I make a copy?" That's really the area where I think it's shady business. Because that guy's my hero. If, if you think about, if you think about <laughs> Duke, Duke goes to people's homes uh, to, to uh, provide his service as an electrician, right? And sometimes Duke will put up photos of things he sees in their homes of Star Wars figures and stuff like that. And I'm sure 
Duke asks permission to take a photo when he does that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's not in there just sneaking around because you don't want somebody coming into your home who's going to work on your air conditioner or whatever, and suddenly they say, oh, look at all those cool things Kevin has in his house. I'm going to snap some photos and put them up on my Twitter. You know, that's just an invasion of privacy. You don't want people coming in your house and accessing your information. He gave him... He didn't inv invade his privacy by taking this game. He did, because he was in his home. He has no right to do anything for his own personal use. He is there to provide a service for his business and update the machine, clean it, whatever he was doing. Um, he did it for the greater good, for, Richard, to get this game out there. Copies, <laughs> for making copies and things like that. Um, you know, that that's... He, all he had to do was say, excuse me, do you mind if I do this? The guy will say and, no. They're hoarding this game intentionally so it doesn't get out there. He is hoarding it because he wants to have... He wants to have the co the one in ten copies that are available of this game. See, he wants to have it so it, nobody no, else can. I'm seriously asking, is that part of the story? Was that established? Did the owner come out and say, I didn't want this out there because I'm special and I have this? Or is it you're just assuming that it could be a guy who picked it up at his, as a garage sale. Is like, oh, that looks cool. I'll have it in my house. I don't think that's happening. With when there's only ten copies of this thing left, it's it's. Who knows? That's nah. it. Could just be like the the guy who found it at his neighborhood pizzeria. They don't know it's rare. They keep it so nobody else can have it. It's a status symbol. They want it. How did this How guy even that, know that, that he established had established in this story? Uh, who cares? That's what's happening. See, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't remember either. I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly specifically how you this guy walk got down it. The street tomorrow, and but your neighbor could dump in an old arcade machine, and neither one of you. Knows why would that this guy be upset then? Why would he be upset if this guy made a copy of it? If he didn't really care about this game so much? If he didn't care about having only one in ten copies of this game? Like because if he was like, I don't care. Yeah, sure, take it. Like, oh, you know, you came into my house and you just started uh, I don't accessing think that personal information. I don't think that happened. Take this stuff away. I, no, I don't think that happened. There's something fishy with that story. I, I agree with Eric on that. Richard, point. don't don't pee on my leg of, and tell me it's raining. For the other point of things being sold and resold, I agree with Kevin. It's like, you know, at what point does this go back to uh, the original manufacturer? And it, it doesn't. You know, it's it's just people selling things for whatever price they want to charge you know this is mine uh, i'll sell it to you for five bucks i'll give it to you for free it's like ownership changes like that so and as far as uh, reproducing you know if, if it's in my interest to sit down and meticulously uh reproduce the mona lisa and then hang it in my house and say hey look i got a copy of the mona lisa there I can tell people I made it myself or, or whatever. I, I just photocopied a book and, and taped it up on the wall. It's like, you know, at what point do you have to be worried about, uh, you know, am I paying the right people? Well, the Mona Lisa is free domain, free domain I, well, I believe. It's so old for it's not free domain then. Uh, 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 George, a picture uh, of the state of marshmallow man. Can you can you paint that and stick it on your wall? You know, I'm sure you what can about paint all these it. People at the uh, gaming conventions that do those little bead yeah. art things of, of selling copyrighted characters. Like, hey, look, I made a Mario uh, bead art thing. What about all these YouTubers that are using classic Sega logos and passing it off as their own? What about those guys? <laughs> I was wondering if you. So well, let's talk about that. I was, I was just thinking about that too. Um, that image that I use for my own logo, I drew that myself. 
Hmm. I drew that from memory. I drew that from my memory of how that character looks. It's not, it's not a pixel per pixel representation of any of the characters that I know. And I will claim, uh, as Richard's example, if I look at something in the real world, like the Stay Puft Marshmallow, or I see it in a movie, and I make my own creative work that looks just like it. Uh, uh, no, you're in I, trouble. I think, I think I'm. I think I'm okay. Well, no, you're not. I mean, yeah, you no, know, it's... Nintendo or somebody might come along and say, "Hey, that looks a lot like our IP. We're going to come after you." But the image itself is not copyrighted. I made that thing. That that's my image. If somebody wants to come after me for you know for look likeness. and feel, yeah, likeness, uh, then by all means. But um, Disney goes after people like crazy for that. Like if you have yeah. the three circles. You know, that look like the Mickey Mouse shape, they come after people. Okay. Mm. Well, Sega never has. Sega's coming after that. Sega's cool with it. Sega, they are a little bit, yeah. Sega, what is it? Like if you buy good. it on uh, Steam or something, those Sega games, they say, go ahead, download the, the ROM, back it up, whatever. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, Sega's cool, man. As long as we can all agree with this piracy business, <laughs> is that it's, there's just, it's gray. It's a gray area. It's not a black and white <laughs> issue. It's gray. No. Oh, it's gray. No, it's not. Yeah. There's lots Fine. of gray in there. Lots of gray in yeah. there. You know? And we might not agree on which which parts are a little more gray than, than not, but it's it's gray. It's not so black and white. There are moments I, of time question for where piracy is how good. Gray, I don't know how gray his zone is. Um, if you, you own a game, one of your physical games right there behind you, Mm-hmm. If you um, had a, a ROM of it as a backup digital copy, yeah. Yeah. and then suddenly your original game went missing, um, would you then delete the backup ROM? Well, probably not. No. Okay. Okay. I would. Um, I. There are situations where there are. Look, we can go into new versus used, and whether things are available in the marketplace or not. There are certain things. Certain reproductions I've bought in the past that I try to obtain the original through a, a copyrighted, a licensed, a legitimate license transfer, as I've already defined it, and try to get the backup. For example, I bought Final Fantasy V reproduction and then went and got the Super Famicom cartridge, which I can't play, but I own a legitimate copy of it. Mm-hmm. But Rambox, no. I'm, I own tons of ROM images for cartridges I don't own. And uh, if I did own it at one point, I would feel much less guilty about that than the ROM images I have for cartridges I've never owned or will never own. But uh, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm, I'm, don't, don't take this the wrong way. I, I have my opinions about piracy. There are certain things that are, I think, less agreeable than others, but uh, I, certainly, uh, I certainly participate in it. And I don't for a second think that uh, my backup images are somehow preserving these things in a cloud of backups. Uh, I have them for my use. Hmm. I will agree with you on that. Uh, there, there is a lot of gray zone that I um, allow myself. For example, if I I have a copy of the Fireman uh, for the Super Famicom, the Japanese version, but I also mm-hmm. obtained the English version, uh, kind of like your Final Fantasy story there. Um, just you know, because that that's my preference. So yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. dance around in the gray zone. And can I just say yeah, that sure, I, I don't believe everything should be pirated. I do buy a lot of things. I buy. I got tons of games on Steam, legit copies that I could pirate. I could go and get them for free, but I don't because I believe in 
giving money to the developers. I got a Blu-ray collection. Right. I got a music collection. I got all sorts of things that I could download all for free and just watch them for free. But I don't. I pay for Netflix. I pay for my stupid satellite TV. I pay for yeah. Spotify now. Got suckered into that. Thanks, Spotify. Uh, so I pay for <laughs> things all over the place. So I, they do get my money. But then there are times yeah. where, you know, I just want to watch a Burt Reynolds movie. And I don't want to have to spend 50 bucks for it, the Blu-ray on <laughs> Amazon. Like, screw that. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to go find it. Sure. I already bought, I already bought the Burt Reynolds uh, Smokey and the Bandit collection. So that covers me for a few films. Yeah. Mm. All right. There you go. Good talk. Now we got it all out yeah, of our system. We solved the piracy issue. It's it's over <laughs> Solved, with. yeah. <laughs> Solved. It's, it's all done. Now we can find out. Now we can gang up on Eric and uh, find out why he hates Amigos. What's the deal here? <laughs> Come on. All right. It's a delightful all, movie. Delightful. First of all, I do not hate the three Amigos. I merely uh, foolishly commented <laughs> that I did not think it was funny or that funny. <laughs> And I knew I was going to be in trouble. That is a sacred cow. You do not mess with the three amigos. But I, um, I don't hate it. I, I think I've determined that I'm not a huge fan of Steve Martin, who I think was a primary writer. Uh, I'm a big fan of Chevy Chase, and I think he was underutilized. And honestly, I, uh, what can I say? I only laughed a couple of times in that, that movie. That movie was really stolen by Martin Short. Marty Short, though, he was like, the up-and-coming star at the time, and I think he really stole yeah. most of the scenes, I think. Really? Steve Martin had his moments. Yeah. Steve Martin had his moments, yeah. but I think Marty Short was was killer. And yeah, Steve, no, he, Chevy he Chase... he was the third stooge in that. No way. Chevy Chase was... what well, I agree with Eric. He was hardly used at all. I yeah, don't yeah. know how intentional that was, but yeah, he does not... Yeah. He He's... Just the guy in the movie, really. He doesn't do too really, many. Yeah. He, uh, as There's... much as I, I, I don't enjoy Chevy Chase and some other things. He does have some great moments in there. One of my some. favorites is when they they try to get him to play the piano, and he's just like, "Oh no, no, no!" But he's already on his way over to the piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, like that goes by hey, so look, quick. Eric's like, laughing right now. There's a few see, things. Right, there's fine. a few things like when he uh, when he's playing the guitar. You know that that was pretty good. And when he shoots the. Um, invisible uh what was it the invisible something oh swordsman the invisible, invisible swordsman, swordsman. Yeah. yeah come on that was good oh come on the canteen scene was good he had a great uh he had a few good, but i think he wasn't used uh, very very much uh either but it's still that was that's my my uh second most watched film of all time after what what's your first ghostbusters oh yeah ghostbusters yeah okay ghostbusters was yeah, that, ghostbusters but that's just, is funny that's funny all over I don't know about I don't know about three amigos. My dad, we amigos used to watch. Has its, it has its weak points, but overall, come on, it's it's a good watch. We used to watch the three amigos so much when I was a kid. My dad, he would never watch television. Like he just like TV, he hardly would would watch it. But if we were watching the three amigos, it didn't matter what point we were in the film. But he would sit down and he'd watch it right up to the point where Steve Martin says. Don't move. He's got a gun pointed at someone. He says, don't move or I'll fill you so full of lead you'll be able to use your dick as a pencil. And as soon as he heard that line, he'd laugh and then he'd go off and do something else. So we could be <laughs> just started the movie. He would wait for that line. Or we could be like almost at it and he would just wait. He's like, all right, I heard my mm, line. All right. <laughs> what does that mean? 
I don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and that when they're at the fence, man, and he's trying to do the bird calls. Hey, that's you. that's the weak point. Hey. For me. No, that that's so funny. Oh, uh, yeah, that's Steve. It Martin. goes right somewhere. It goes that, right to those two it, guys sitting right no, under. No, it didn't do anything because the oh, whole thing was them it. trying to break in. It's like it had love no it. bearing on it. Love and, uh, it. I could. T- you could cut that. Part Fandango out. listeners, support me. <laughs> Let me know in the comments. Get some comments in those forums. Let me know. That was a uh, great ask, scene. Uh, yes. I don't want to change the subject too much, but apparently this movie was, um, was it directed by somebody, Landis Fol- Foley, Folsey or something? Do you guys remember? John Landis? And was, I it, think, uh, was it John Landis? It was... I don't uh, know his first name. It was uh, one of the, uh, like uh, tied into SNL, right? It was, uh, what's his face? I produced it. Yeah, Lauren John Michael, Landis. Lauren Michaels? It. Yeah, Lauren Michaels. John Landis, okay. Yeah. Now, they did another, I think they did another movie, Spies Like Us. Yes. Which had Chevy Chase. And Dan Aykroyd. So now I just wanted to ask, between yes. those two, because they are contemporary, they're, they came out at about the same time, they don't have quite the same cast, but the directors are the same, it had Chevy Chase in both. I think Spies Like Us is much funnier than Three Amigos. And what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to get to is, uh, something Richard said a few episodes ago, and I agree with, which is when you see these things when you're young, you are much more tolerant of of the movie, um, and you have a nostalgia that sort of biases you as you get older. And I, I got to tell you, I think that might be what's going on with a bunch of you and Three Amigos, because I'm not sure that movie's that <laughs> Can I, I just I, say, okay. Eric, I really like when you quote me and agree with me. Yeah, yeah. It makes me feel so good. Thank you. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. That does happen quite a bit. But I think myself, I am impervious to nostalgia. It does not affect me either way. I could. I am really? so nostalgic about Dukes of Hazard, but I can agree with everyone that it is a crap show. It is terrible. It's awful. But I watch it. I right, love it. But you but enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. it, of course. Yes, because yes, I yeah. am very forgiving of all that stuff. Um, but I, I recognize like I, there's someone who's a little older than me would not like that show. Someone who's a little younger than me would not like that show. Same with uh, Three Amigos or uh, not Three Amigos, uh, Three's Company. That's a show that like I, I love that show. It's so funny. But mm. I, I was talking to someone the other day who was like 10 years older than me. He's like, oh, that show, that's is crap. Like, uh, <laughs> like how I would crap on Saved by the Bell or something like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I guess yeah, that's okay. the whole like that's the thing right there. It's not uh, it's not for everyone, you know. Not the, you got to be in that. It's got to hit you right at that certain age. But uh, there are things though that do stand the test of time, like Ghostbusters and yes. uh, the original Star Wars, non-special editions, and uh, Three Amigos. Those are the big three, right there. <laughs> they all stand up. All right, man. Yeah. One, two. And well, three. I don't hate the movie. It was. It had its points. I just. Didn't find it uh, as dense with comedy as some other movies. This, this is and the I question. Like, like us much better. This is a question I really want to ask you, Eric. I really want to know how quickly, okay. how quickly, did you regret tweeting out <laughs> that you watched the Three Amigos? <laughs> like where you, like when you were watching the movie, you're like, oh man, I should not have said anything to anyone. Like what? At what point were you like, what was the scene well, in Three Amigos that made you say that? I, I I didn't regret tweeting that we were watching it. I guess I regretted the tweet that said, you know, okay, was this you know, was this a was this supposed to be a comedy or or what? Because it's just a goofy movie. Uh, I you know what? I, I don't know that I. I mean, 
I'll tell you. Uh, here, okay, here's my answer. When I regretted it was when I saw the um, uh, the outline for this thing. And it said, Eric hates amigos. Because I'm like, okay, great. So I went through it online with Twitter. That's nothing. You know, maybe I, I offended Bill or whatever because he never, you know, he he stopped talking to me. Oh, but, uh, really? But then when I thought I was going to come on and you guys, I thought I was a calf to the slaughter on this one. That you guys were going to just, that's when I regretted it. When I saw that, that it's like, Eric's going to be on Fandango and I want to know why he hates amigos. I thought um, you were going to give it to me. Nah. Maybe you still are. No, nah, we're not giving it no, to you. It was it's fun. It's all good. It's all in fun and games. It's all good. I uh, I get it. It's not for everyone. It's just fun. It is <laughs> funny, though. Every time I do recommend a movie to you guys, you end up hating Ugh. it. It you does. It does. It's, it happens. It's fine. I know. It's good, but it's just funny. I never consider that we don't like the movies that you recommend. Like, if you recommended a movie, I would still be like, okay, Kevin says we should watch it, so we will. And you'll hate it. Uh, but the history the is not looking good. No, it's not. The facts this, are not looking good. I'm losing, but, I'm losing good faith with you guys. It's going to be uh, ending I know. very soon. I don't like that. It's just the way we it is. We like a lot of the same movies, though. We do, but... But I don't know what it is to... about the ones... <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit? Oh, so good. I love that. was Bert good. Weird. I, I, that was an enjoyable movie. Yeah, Bert's man. I watched it. I watched the whole thing. I just, I don't think I ever need to see it again. I'm working on getting a Trans Am. I'm trying to get Sarah. To, <laughs> I'm trying to get Sarah to let me get a Trans Am. Put it right in the garage. You should see the work I did today. It was crazy. I was all trying to build good faith towards getting a Trans Am. Cut down. I cut some tree. I uh, painted the deck. I, I, I pressure washed the deck and then I stained it. Lots of work done today. A new Eric. What, what else that. is on your list there, Kevin? What else you got recommendation wise for the Q Dogs? For the Q Dogs? Oh, man. Well, I tried watching. Well, I did watch The Raid again because we talked about it and that, that hyped mm-hmm. me up. So I wanted to watch it. So I watched it with Sarah and she ended up hating it. Oh. Uh, I was so disappointed. I thought, oh, I thought she you'd like this. Did she tap out or did she make it through the she whole tried thing? She tried and I said, I thought you'd like this. Okay. And then she sat and tro- watched the whole thing and no. Didn't like it. I loved it the second time. It was better the second time than the first because I forgot all of the uh, kung fu stuff in it. I know it's martial arts, I guess, is what you're supposed well, to say. How could you forget that? I don't know. I just movie. forgot all about it. I'm like, oh, my God. I forgot how good all the choreography and everything is in this movie. It is crazy good. It is so yeah, amazing. And it's, it's well, at least at the very beginning, it's brutal, too. It's, it's a lot of, you know, use your surroundings. Yeah. And I misquoted. I misquoted the uh, the op- the open or the tagline on the Blu-ray. It is uh, one minute of romance, ninety-nine minutes of action. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah one that's minute of romance. Too. So. It's excellent, though. I I enjoyed it the second time. So I have the raid too, but because she didn't like it, I ended up not watching it. Oh. And then I tried to watch uh, the movie that Creep uh, Creepy Josh recommended to us, Overlord. But uh, I thought it was on Netflix, but it's not on Netflix. And then it said it was on Amazon, but it's only on Amazon in the States. I looked it up, and it's just some anime came up. Overlord? It is a movie. It yeah, is it's a, a movie. movie right? It's a legit movie, yeah. But uh, I didn't look too far into it. Who's in it? Like, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> Josh recommended it. So, yeah, uh, I, yeah, so I, I, I don't have it. Couldn't have it. So okay. I could have went to my computer and downloaded it, but with Eric on today, I said, no, I better not do that. I better wait until after we do the show, then maybe download it after, just to 
I've never seen Richard cringe before. That was the first time ever. That was good. Did I cringe? I don't know. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe you were scratching your crotch. One or the other. Uh, it could be. So the movie we did end up watching, uh, instead of uh, Raid 2, was Death Wish 1. Because Richard <laughs> said it was bad. He's like, that movie's no good. And I said, damn it. I got to check this out. I got uh, to make sure. Fair, I don't think I've ever seen it. I have seen part three. You said it wasn't a very good movie. I, I don't think any of them are really great movies. Oh, it's no. It's all that um, early, you know, canon action movie stuff. Yeah, yeah it's sort of like that, but uh, it's still good times. It's fun. You the got... trailer's good. Like, I, I watched <laughs> trailer. the trailer. Yeah. I think I watched it after we talked about it, and that's fun. <laughs> the trailer is fun, but it's a good movie. It's fun. It's There's some scenes that are hard to take. There's some uh, some rapey action happening in there that's not uh, not good times. But it's got your guy in it. Uh, is that um? What? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm thinking. Is it the Death Wish movies? They're um, uh, Counselor Troy, Marina Marina Sirtis, whatever, however you say her name. I think she was in one of the Death Wish movies, and she was like a, a rape victim or something. I, I think it was one of those movies. I don't. I don't know. I haven't. I've only watched the first. Too, because after we were finished watching Death Wish one, this uh, last night we watched Death Wish two because we had so much fun. Both Sarah and I did enjoy Death Wish, so we watched two. I don't know. It's actually funny. The there was a villain, or one of the villains in in the first one was uh, like just playing uh, one of those uh, nondescript villains. They're in the background running around. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was. Jeff Goldblum was one of them, which is cool <laughs> yeah. because, you know, he's a creepy guy and all that. And then in the second one, uh, n- another nondescript villain just running around in the background wearing pink uh, shades was Lawrence Fishburne. So I don't know who's doing the uh, casting for these movies, but they're getting superstars to run around in the background of these movies. Hmm. It's good. Uh, yeah, and she is in Death Wish 3. That's, well, that's the next one we're going to watch. We're going to watch that next. Yep. Also in that movie, I believe, is uh, Bill from Bill and Ted. Uh, no, he is Alex Winter. In the first one? In uh, Death Wish 1 or in Death Wish 3? Three. 3. Oh, okay. Three. Maybe he's in 3, but he's not in 1 because he would have been a baby. A small child, at least. Anyways. He, pl- he plays some street punk. There's a lot of street, street punks. Punk. A lot of street yeah. punks. No, but uh, the guy that's in it is your guy. Um, I'm blanking on his name. Alan, is it Alan? No, it's Mr. Mushnick. Mr. Mushnick is in Death Wish One and Two. Oh, um, um, yeah, the guy. <sighs> Death Wish movie. Come on, come on, you. 2018 film. Oh yeah, they remade it, right? With uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce, yeah. yeah, no, no, that's no good. Ooh, okay. Vincent Gardinia. Vincent Gardinia. Yeah, that's him. That's it. In one and two. We can touch on four remakes. Um, I did watch the Total Recall remake. I tried. A little while ago. I tried. I didn't make it all the way through. Yeah. I I was watching it on the train, so I watched it without sound. (laughs) That's the best (laughs) way to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I had the subtitles on, but um, uh, nah. It's awful. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. It's uh, supposed to be more like the book, but it's not. It's not nothing like the book. The one thing I did like were the the cars, like on the. 
they were like magnetically on the track and they can go above and below. I thought okay. that was kind of neat. Yeah. But, but there's the nothing, rest of it is nothing, nothing yeah, mediocre there. or, you know, inferior to the original movie or just, you know, lame, not thought through. Why even bother? Action. Why do they bother? Yeah. I don't know. It's a but recurring just, theme on know. Fandango. Just trash reboots and remakes. That's what we do. Oh, by the way, did That's you hear that? We do. <laughs> you hear they're making a sequel to Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. That, I just saw Duke post on yeah. that because, like everyone else, I get my movie news from from Duke tweets, uh, starring uh, Sigourney yes, Weaver Sigourney. and Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, uh, and of course Ernie Hudson being left out. Oh yeah, why would you mention him? Yeah. Uh, here no we go, kicking yes, that kicking that can again, that Ghostbusters can, but uh, they're ignoring, of course, the. 2016 movie so that makes them all misogynist so that i think that's why they announced that sir gorney weaver is going to be in the movie maybe to take uh, the uh, the heat off of them a little bit good thing yeah she regretted not being in the game she's she, she should have like oh yeah. yeah yeah that would have been good you could tell it was written for her too because the what's her name Alyssa milano character was working in a museum and right, spirits wizard yeah yeah. Like, yeah, this is supposed to be Dana Barrett. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, is that all I have? Yeah, okay. I just uh, I, st- I stopped watching Voyager. I couldn't carry on. We made it to an episode. Even with, even with your special list? No, we went. Yeah. Uh, the special the episodes weren't good. We're watching the special list, and they're like, yeah, okay, watch this one. I'm like, no, let's not watch this one. Let's do it. We, the last one we watched was a uh, big two-parter where they went uh, back to Earth, back in time. Uh, Star Ooh, Trek Four, yes, Star Trek Four. Is that the one with Sarah Silverman? Sarah Silverman's in it, and Ed Begley Jr. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, watched it, and uh, yeah, this is no good. So we stopped. I think the I think like the very next one they recommend is when they do run into the Borg, and Seven and Nine comes on the show and all that. I'm like, nah, I don't care. No, we're done. So we moved on to uh, female Doctor Who that's been sitting on our PVR since October, and uh, so far I watched the first two episodes. Or three. Thumbs up. I'm liking it. I'm liking the new doctor. Even though you're sexist? Even though I am a, a misogynist pig, I like the female um, Doctor Well, because you keep referring to her as the female Doctor Who. Well, that's like what she is. You identify her by her gender. Oh, that's what she is. There's been all male Doctor Whos, and she's the only female one. So she's the female one. Just like the last Doctor the Who was... Doctor Who. The last Doctor Who was the Scottish Doctor Who. And the Doctor Who before that oh. was the young Doctor Who. Oh, uh, racists. Ageist, I get you. These people have names. Can you be? What's what's the race of Americans living in Japan? How can I be? Is that a race? Can I be uh, bigoted towards them in any way? Yeah, I'm a foreigner. (laughs) Yeah. All right, that's it. I'm done. Rest of the show is up to you guys. Eric, what have you been doing? Uh. (laughs) Oh. What have I been doing? No, yeah, what's no, up? No. What's up? Yeah. So what What happened to the show? It was on every week. You were doing the show. It's five minutes. Go. We were having a good time. Everyone was loving it. The whole Cartridge Club was loving it. They were like, ah. man, we can't wait until Tuesday when the new episode of In the Q-Dog House comes on so I can eat my uh, my fish and rice while watching you guys. No, and no. Uh, they, they just gave up. They said, no, we're not doing I it think, Well, we weren't, we weren't getting that kind of feedback. Uh, that that uh, everyone was loving it. It was it was fine. We we did it. We you know we 
no real reason other than we hit 200 and I'm like, eh, you know, all we do is come on. We record ourselves for five minutes talking about how we didn't really watch anything. We didn't really play anything. <laughs> uh, we didn't really do anything. Our lives are boring. And here it is on display for five minutes a week. And so I kind of thought, well, maybe, maybe when your lives are boring and routine, you kind of keep it to yourself rather than advertise it every week. It, it, that's all. It, it just, you know, it did what we uh, we initially did it to kind of integrate, you know, talk with people, introduce ourselves to the Cartridge Club. It met, it met its goal. We hit 200 episodes. I'm like, eh, maybe we should stop. Mm. So we stopped. Well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, this is, I think this is a Fandango exclusive. A Fandango exclusive. <laughs> In the Q-Dog house was canceled. Because of you, <laughs> because of because you, of the pe- because of you, it wasn't. It's not oh. Eric's fault. It's not Melissa's fault. No, no. You people canceled in the Q Dog House. No, right. <laughs> A Fandango exclusive. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, was it at least a mutual decision, or did you just pull the plug? Well, you don't see no, Melissa in the background like... anywhere, so she. <laughs> I she talked, must have just left. I talked to Melissa about it. She was she was a little bit, you know, she was a little apprehensive at first. And I said, well, look, you know, let's we'll, we'll stop at 200. We did this little thing, which I'll now talk about now. I don't know if anybody kind of people noticed, but I don't think they kind of got the theme. And that was that we had put the numbers counting down from five to one to zero in the background of the five. Oh, is that what was going to. on? OK. Yeah. So we oh. had a. I forget uh, episode 195. I put a little 195 in the corner, and, and Derek noticed it. And then we put games. Yeah, four is a little subtle. It's a big, it's a big blue four in the background. But um, there's uh, then we put games kind of counting down. And so when we hit 200, I'm, you know. Anyway, the point is, is I, I mentioned to Melissa weeks and weeks ahead of time, and so we kind of planned this thing for weeks. And she was a little apprehensive, but she says, "Hey, look, you know, uh, you know." I said, "Well, we're we're just we're just talking about how boring we are." So. We'll do it on special occasions. We'll do a one-off, and uh, we won't we won't hold ourselves to the one-week thing. It just it just seemed like a it seemed like it had run its course. That's all. Well, that's fair enough. As long as you bring it back once in a while, I hate it when things go away we'll for it, good. Yeah, bring it back. We'll do we'll do one-offs, but not not a weekly thing. Yeah, we really got to preserve it for <laughs> for history here. <laughs> So we can't have it just disappear. So I need to yeah, download. Right. I need to download all those 200 episodes onto my hard drive to preserve. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the Q Dog House. Because if I They're don't do YouTube, it, YouTube. I have no intention. Oh, that was the other thing too. Oh, uh, let's not get back into it. But something that's broadcast okay. versus something that's yeah. Anyways, because you guys are okay. Anyways, um, oh, that's that's too bad. I thought you. I thought you were going to go down the busy route. Like the kids are older, they're in more things. They got a lot of stuff going on, and I and I was gonna say, but Eric's mm. just five minutes. Just get on there and go. But you didn't, you didn't use that. You didn't pull that one out. So no, kudos sorry, because because you're absolutely right. It's just <laughs> five minutes, and it, it was meant to be no editing and just throw it up there. And it's not a huge time yeah. sink. And no, it just. I said it ran its course. So. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to miss having it every week. But was, I'm. I'm happy to oh, hear that you. it's going to be. It's going to be there once in a while. Because I was a loyal watcher. You know, I. I miss the odd week you here were. and there. But uh, I. I catch up once in a while. Richard, he didn't care too much mm-hmm. for it. He never watched it. He no, was like, eh, I don't right. care. 
I'll be perfectly honest. I, I would uh, chime in from uh, time to time. I'd catch him when I could. But for the most part, uh, my uh, content viewing overall has just gone like yeah. way down. Don't I, feel I, don't feel bad. I don't he listen to everything. I don't watch no, everything. He doesn't even listen to this. There's, I see the downloads from Japan. Know, there, yeah. There's a big fat goose egg beside him. I get what's going on. Um, <laughs> I'm here. Why do I have to listen to it again? Well, it's a quality check. Make sure you sound good. I'll, I'll go through when, you know, there's been some sort of, like, user contribution, you know, like some sound files and stuff put in there and relive something. So, but it's very rare. I use is that time for other things. What's that? I listen to every podcast I'm on. Is that, is that, does that, is that narcissistic? Uh, yeah. Is that weird? Do, yeah, does does totally no one weird. else do that? No, I I do I it because to. I, okay. I I want to uh, improve myself. So I want to. I don't listen to the whole thing all the time, uh, but sometimes I get sucked in. And I'm like, yeah, we did a pretty good job here, and I give myself a little pat yeah. on the back. You know. All right. But of course, yeah. yeah like if you're guesting, we'll check, like, yeah. If you're guesting, like sometimes uh, you'll you'll listen. Make sure that you sounded okay, like. Because sometimes I say something and I'm like, oh, geez, I don't know if I should have said that. Did that sound as bad as I thought it did? And then I listen back. I'm like, nah, I'm all right. Yeah. I'm fine. Sure. Yeah. I just stirred the pot a little. It was fine. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? Very good. So, uh, so we, because we don't have the, uh, the weekly update, uh, have you been doing anything since you, uh, like anything, got anything going on? Anything? What you been watching? Well, Anything. Well, I, when we when we watched those movies, you know, when we watched the Three Amigos, I tweeted about it. I think I even tagged it in the Q Dog House. So when we do stuff like that, I might tweet it, or when we play a game or anything related to the Cartridge Club. Um, I have watched. Uh, I'll just mention real quickly. I did watch a bunch of movies. I finally saw I Am Legend. I finally saw Shutter Island, and they were on Amazon one day, and I just decided to sit through and, and watch them. Uh, I would have mentioned those in the video. Melissa and I are still doing the Q Dog weight loss challenge, so uh, still uh, trying to lose some weight, which will, you know. Do you think you're going to make it? You guys going to make the? You got two weeks now, apparently. I am. I hit the. I hit the goal, and then I went right back over it a little bit. Mm. I. I think I'm going to hit it, and and here's why. I mean, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but Melissa, Melissa's giving me a little extra spending money at uh, TMG if I uh, hit my goal. So right. I definitely want to hit my goal before uh, two weeks, and I'm I'm flirting with the line, right? So, uh, not nothing huge, right? We're not we're not you know we're not losing you know this isn't like a 50 pound weight loss challenge, although it probably should be. Uh, it's, it's much less than that, but, uh, um, yeah, that, that's it. The girls are doing softball, you know, and, and that's wrapping up that, that wrapped up today. So, uh, uh, like I said, this is why we don't do the Q dog house anymore. <laughs> I see. Well, I get it. Oh, yeah, that's pretty... I'm a middle-aged man with the kids and a family. That's my life. Well, so is Richard. He still manages <laughs> find something to talk about every week. I, I show up Sunday mornings for this and that's it. Spend my time doing other things. <laughs> How was the Shamu experience? I saw that you were over on the Cartridge Club. Was that good times, or did they give you a hard time over there? Shenmu? Yeah. You're asking me? Oh, yeah, yeah, you were no, on the show, right? Yeah. I was. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, I played the game I in my normal, really slow way. Uh, Dean could have played. You know, Dean gets through, you know, these games so quickly. It takes me months and months. But um, it was a lot of fun, and they had me on the podcast, and that was a lot of fun. And uh Go ahead and, and, and give it a listen. I think there was some good discussion there, and uh, uh, especially if you enjoy the game. That's my plug. All right. Cool. Did you enjoy Shamu? Are you allowed to say that? Or is that a spoiler? Well, the podcast has been released, so yeah, I think I can say that I, I did enjoy it. I, I, this is the first time I played it. Mm-hmm. It's been 20 years. I've owned it since it was released. Never played it. 
pulled it out on the Dreamcast, played it, and enjoyed it. And now I am replaying it, which I very rarely do, uh, replaying it on the Xbox One so that I can go right into uh, transferring the save over to the Xbox, uh, to the Shenmue 2 on the Xbox One. How long did it take you to play? That's why I'm doing it. Hmm. Uh, it's about 20 hours. Wow. It's, it's not, 40. I consider that a short-ish game. It's not super long. I don't know if I'll make it a second time, but I'm enjoying it enough that I went and started it up again. I, well, I'm just saying that's got to be a pretty good game for like a 20-hour game to say, I, I'm going to play that right again and I'm going to, you know, get that save over for Shenmue well, 2. Isn't 1 and 2 been remastered? Like, are you playing it on the Xbox One or are you playing it like yeah, yeah. on the original? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, okay. I'm playing the remastered version so I can, because uh, this is the only way I know of to carry forward your progress from Shenmue 1 to Shenmue 2. Uh, because Shenmue 2 was never released on the Dreamcast in the U.S., it was never the two games were never released on the same system prior to this re-release. So the only way to carry them forward in the U.S. is to play them on the HD, and that's why I'm playing it. And the achievements are going to be pretty easy, so I'll, I'll grab you know a few achievements along the way, and then hopefully be ready. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that Shenmue 3 comes out for the Xbox. Right now, it appears to be a PlayStation exclusive, but uh, there's rumblings that it might come out for Xbox I'm One. I'm sure if if Shenmue One and Two came out on the Xbox, Three will come out eventually on the Xbox. I, I that's sure. my feeling as well. So, yeah. will you be able to carry over your Shenmue Two save to Three, or is that a spoiler? I have no idea. I'm I'm I guess I'm just crossing my fingers that they'll uh, that they'll do that. Because Ryu, we don't know. Ryu could die at the end of Shenmue Two. And three, you're playing Son of Shenmue. <laughs> yeah, happen. I don't know. I've never played Shenmue 2. I have no idea what happens. I cool. don't think he dies. Shenmue 3, Son of Ryu. I like sure, it. why not? Yeah, let's do it. Do it up. All right. Uh, Richard. What's up? I, I wanted to come to Japan one day mm-hmm. to visit you. Mm-hmm. To see you. Yes. But now that is uh, second on the list of my things to do in Japan. Because the number one reason I want to go to Japan is to see and witness and be with the Vox Arcade. Who cares about Vox? I want that arcade. (laughs) Let me see that thing. What's going on with that? Why do you think I put a second player on there? That thing looks awesome, man. I I love it. Thank you very much. I'm going to give you some applause. Yeah. There you go. Looks great. Go over to, to Twitter. At the Rambox and check out his photo. He I put, should put up a proper photo. How long did that take you to, to uh, build? You know, I was looking back at my uh, the original picture I put out, and I think I took that sometime in April. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like mid midway through April, so it's been less than two months. I, I thought it was a lot oh. longer than that. But um, it's, it's currently in the Death Star 2 phase, <laughs> where it's not complete... But that thing is operational. Right. That I keep thinking all over. <laughs> uh, it, it functions. Uh, what you can't see in the picture is that there is no bottom to the control uh, panel. Okay. So all of the wiring and the USB encoder boards are just hanging out the bottom. Right. Um, so there's little things like that uh, where I just have to... And, and the control board itself isn't mounted properly, so it slides a little when I use it. But I, I just wanted to make sure I wired it right, which, I mean, the kit that I bought was super easy. It's just basically plug, plug, plug everything in. Um, it, it turned on just fine. Uh, I put a little bezel there, a little cheap bezel just to hide the fact it that it's good. a TV a little bit. Yeah. 
it looks good in the picture. When you see it in real life, it's a little rough. It does need a little more sanding. Um, I would like to decorate it a little bit, not not too much, but um, I, I wanted it to be done because I realized that uh, you know having these projects, you always want it to be perfect, but that's it's impossible. You just got to get it done, and then you can. Touch yeah, it up, in the age of social media, all that matters is that it photographs well. It doesn't have to look good in real life. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? and you, I could Photoshop a, a screen onto it. Right. Yeah, it works fine. So the only thing, um, you, you bought the Retro Pie, which you kind of already had. So the only real thing that you had to buy for it was the controllers, right? Like the buttons? The rest was all just reused stuff? A lot of it. Most I had a lot of scrap wood around, so I used that to make a lot of the frame. I did buy a couple other boards if I if I didn't have one that was the right size. Um, but yeah, I had the TV. I bought the RetroPie. I bought the um, uh, the controllers and just you know like a bit of wood and and a couple of brackets and casters and things like that. But um, it, it's mostly a recycled project. And now that it's all complete. Uh, you know, complete-ish, and I've got it there, and I can see the physical space it occupies. I, I already kind of want to make it smaller because the thing—it's <laughs> huge. Um, but it's—it's it's good, you know. At first, it, I thought it was going to be really hard on the eyes because I'm sitting that close to an old CRT. Right. But um, I think it is a little larger than most arcade monitors were. But it's not terrible as long as I get enough rest. You know, I, I can go play for a little bit without hurting my eyes too much and it's not here it's like in a separate house so it's um i had my kids uh playing it for the first time yesterday together and that thing is so noisy we can just hear the so i'm so glad it's over there um but uh yeah it works um i for the most part i you know i i I told myself I was only going to put a handful of games on it, and I did. And then, of course, I was like, all right, let me put a few more. Let me put a few more. Let me put a few more. And now that it's up and running, I'm playing the same, like, five or six games over and over again. So I really should just delete everything uh, I don't need. But uh, it's a fun project. Well, it looks fun. good. Looks sharp. Proud of you. Thank you very and, much. And you said caster, so you got it yeah, on wheels. So you can wheel it around, right? Yeah, that thing is a beast to move. So yeah. uh, well, I yeah, had to sacrifice some of the. Uh, oh, th- is this how it should really look? You know, is this mm. the how the arcade was? And no, it's my original thing. <laughs> I didn't follow any plans. I didn't uh, download. The only thing I downloaded was the placement for the uh, arcade buttons and joystick. But even that, I had to move the stick over just about like one centimeter because I thought I felt it was a little too close. That's cool that you can get it like that though like exactly how you want it mm-hmm. it's awesome yeah i mean they i i was surprised there's so many different layouts like um you know you got your six button layout for fighters you have games that only had two or three buttons and then you got the snk games that have four buttons it's there's it so a bunch out there why did you choose the layout that you chose you went with the because six i like one, to right? play uh the marvel versus capcom games and x-men okay. versus street fighter and with those and basically you can map the four button onto that six button because i never realized like if you put your thumb on the bottom and then your three fingers on the top three that's basically the four button layout for neo geo yeah um yeah but playing metal slug with your thumb as the uh firing button feels weird so you Mm -hmm. can just remap it to whatever you want right yeah 
cool. That was cool. And it's cool. Uh, comfortable, like, because I saw you had, like, little stools there. Is that how you, you sit? And... Yep, it's a, it's a sit-down cab. Like, it's just high enough that if I wanted to, I could stand at it. I just have to lean over just slightly. Hmm. But uh, I, I designed it more after the Japanese arcade machines where you sit down right. because I'm old. And it's one thing if you're <laughs> out in the – if you're in an arcade and you're feeding off the energy of the environment. It's like, hey, look at me. I'm playing an arcade game standing up here. But when I'm just in my house, I just I want to sit down and relax. That's cool. Yeah. Eric- Plus, it's right next to – my painting station oh, and yeah. now that okay. the thing we're going to segue done, to that i was going to ask if eric is ever going to build an arcade machine but mm. i'm sure the answer is no uh it's probably no but oh. i would love to have something like that all right it's so, not that difficult like it, it it's just uh, the time investment yeah yeah well maybe i'll be inspired even- even if you uh, just hook it up to one of your consoles, like if you take your, you know, put an NES Advantage or something on there and then just play all yeah. your NES games, it's cool. Are you going to paint the, the cabinet? I don't know. Like, uh, I, I got to clean it up a little bit more and I want to decorate a little bit, but I'm not going to go with the, you know, you see people put the professional vinyl sidings and things yeah. on there. I'm not going to do that, but... Uh, I want to take what I, what, some of my favorite arcade logos and things and, and incorporate it somehow. Like that Mortal Kombat Dragon is, is probably like the coolest uh, arcade so cool, yeah. design. Uh, so if I can put that on there somewhere, and I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Sorry, you didn't mean to interrupt your paint talk. That's right, because yes. uh, that's right next to it. So basically, that stool that is at the arcade machine is the same stool I use for my painting. Perfect. So I just I just turn. That's it. That's great. <laughs> so now that all of that is kind of done, I can remove all the wires and, and bits of scrap wood and tools that have been occupying my paint station, and I can get back to doing some modeling, which yesterday I spent some time gluing and sanding uh, one of my robots. Nice. I was happy with that. Well, you didn't even uh, comment on my new uh, new purchase here. It's it's. it's... I, I can't see because you guys are split screen. So oh, it's cut off. is that what's going on? All right. Is that? Um... I saved it for oh, model okay, kit talk is. because it is model kit related. So this is your base, right? This is a, a base that you turn on. And you can mm-hmm. you can clip your sprues on there, mm-hmm. or you can there's like holes for your your sticks. You can put your alligator clip sticks in there. On that, I know this mm-hmm. is good for a podcast. People listening know exactly what I'm talking about. So it's a table that spins, and you put your parts it on it. It looks like a lazy Susan. Yeah, and you put it's your the parts, lazy Susan for nerd stuff. You put your parts on there. You clip them on, and then you can spray paint it. So you can hold it and and do it that way. And spray, or you can mm-hmm. have it sitting on a table and it spins. Now right. that's what that yeah, one's I've, for. I thought about getting one of those because it does make it convenient. You don't have to hold it. Yeah, but you can, you know, quickly get it the other side and, and move it around. Um, so well, actually, if it sits too, it's got some one. grip on there that you can spin. Anyways, yes, go. Cool. Yeah, I was going to make one because I have an old chair that has a swivel on it. <laughs> and basically, it could be disassembled and I could just put my own board on it. Yeah. Because it's basically that. It's just a metal piece that swivels. So I was like, all right, I got, I just take that chair apart. Well, I got a these. Board on top. I had to order these from Japan. 
because that, they're oh. the only ones that make it. Yeah, I got a package from Japan really? yesterday. Yeah, and I thought uh, that Sarah said, "Oh, you got a package from Japan." I was like, "Oh, what did Richard send me?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's just the stuff I ordered from Japan." <laughs> so can you guess I what? I have some stuff for you. Though. Can you guess what this one is for? I, you're all pixelated. I oh. can't really see what. Uh... I'm gonna. Oh, the, is it upside down now? No. It looks like there's some sort of uh, wire yep. frame sticking. Up. Yeah. So these two wire bits, they they go inside the uh, the car model, and they hold like the the body of the of the car. So oh, it's made specifically for... just for cars. Yeah. So you can spray huh. around the cars. That's neat. Yeah, because if you try to put a clip on a on the car, right, it won't. Uh, like you'll get like a, right. a mark there. So the body has to be yeah. pristine. You so, got to get some of that uh, blue tack, sticky stuff, and then adhesive to the inside of it. That's what. But, that's but, well. What you got is yeah. That's what I did yeah. for the hot rod. I glued the, a piece of sprue in there, and then I held it with uh, the dentist tongs or whatever those things are, the forceps. Mm. To mm-hmm. spray the outside, but uh, yeah, this should be better. But I haven't been able to do any model kit building. I haven't done any this week because it's just been busy and playing stupid mm. Planescape Torment. That's only stupid for painting. eating up my time, but it's good. I hope to be painting soon because uh, I, I I did enough sanding that I'm comfortable just getting started. Yeah, so I really need to just think. I, I'm still I'm still stuck with this as the Enterprise. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got so far. So I do want to get back to it though, really badly. Okay. Yeah. There. Eric, how's your rocket coming along? Build one. <laughs> get them rockets. No, but I have I have a bunch from years past that have been flown, and they all need their fins glued back on and all kinds of stuff. So I'll probably start with those. You should just make the kids do it. Yeah, kids would probably yeah. love it. Mm. They would probably love yeah. it. Yeah. You say, hey, kids, we're going to launch yeah, this up enough. in the air. They'll probably be like, what? Like, all you got to do is glue oh, yeah, these fins on. Let's get the glue, Dad. Come on. Yeah. We're going to launch. Yeah. They'd love it. Yeah, we've taken them, we've taken them a couple times, actually, to launch. Um, it's just that, yeah, I've, I've just got a dozen or 15 from my childhood that we haven't lost yet and that we launched and are broken and they all need to be repaired, but... They do like it. They do like it. Yeah. Mm. Although lately, launching rockets, you get a lot more evil looks than you used to. Well, People, uh, yeah. You get nervous when you're, la- you're launching stuff into the mm. air. Are you, know? you in a uh, residential area? Like your the buildings are close together? Well, we we take it to uh, we take it to a public park where there's a lot yeah, of space. Yeah, that should, that you, should you, be fine. Out there. Yeah. Well, we get uh, you know we get a couple of hey uh, you're not supposed to be launching fireworks over here. Like well, they're not really fireworks. I mean, they sell these things at Michaels. I, I think I mentioned, but let me tell yeah, you, if it's something, it's a product that's currently on the market. It's not like yeah. uh, they've changed laws or anything. But let but I can imagine. Have. Yeah. Let me tell people you, I didn't more nervous. I didn't stop the the people in Barry. They would launch fireworks right over my house. They didn't even care. Yeah. And that <laughs> neighborhood that Bill still lives in. It was good times. You get. You have a fireplace in your house, Eric. Uh, we do. It's just a. It's just a gas burning. It's not a. It's like it. It gives off heat and it's decorative. It just burns gas. Uh, I was gas. gonna say you could launch out the chimney. That would be. That would be something. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> We've been talking long enough. I think. I think we're we're fizzling out here. 
We're done. Um, yeah, I guess we hit everything we needed to hit. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right. Well, Eric, thanks for hanging out. Everyone should go over to YouTube uh, and check out the the archived uh, <laughs> in the Q Dog houses. Yeah, there's a playlist if you want to watch all 200 of them. Well, 200 by five minutes, that won't take you too long. <laughs> it's a thousand minutes of nothing. <laughs> if you want to preserve all Thanks. of uh, Eric's tweets, head over to at Mighty Q Dog, that's D A W G, and start typing. Head, go all the way back to the beginning and type them all out, and you'll preserve all of his tweets. All of them, yeah, great. Great. Yeah. Make sure you join us for the upcoming film Dango at the end of June, not the end of May. End of June. Oh, yeah. For Fuhrer Freisel's Film Festival, yeah. where we talk about three amazing movies that you want to listen to. I'll give you a hint they're marvelous <laughs> movies. <laughs> Like people didn't listen to the Star Wars one. We gotta hype this up. Right, okay. They're they're marvelous. Uh then in July we're gonna be talking Mel Brooks, Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, and Spaceballs. August we got Dirty Harry, Dread, and Logan. Okay. If I if you if you stop and listen, you can hear the clicks with that bait. Mm-hmm. So just heading on over. <laughs> yeah. That's what we gotta do. We gotta get the. We gotta make sure we get the one, uh, the one draw in each one. Which one is it? Balls, Logan. Well, Logan. Logan. Like, okay. yeah, that's the one. That's okay, the one sure, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's so what's the one we're, we're gonna put up front? Here. What's the clickbait in in Fury Frizzle's film festival? Um, I can tell you, it's marvelous. <laughs> oh, right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're all. They're a marvel to marvelous see. movies. Right. People I've don't actually, listen. They, they just hit, they listen for the big words. Right. The words gotcha. they know. We should just put it in the title, right? Because that's all anyone reads oh, now yeah. is just the title, and then they get all upset. Oh, the my title, God. And, and we're going to have a thumbnail with arrows and, and circles. We need a cleavage. Mm. Yeah. Curtis, get your cleavage ready because we're putting you in the <laughs> <right>. thumbnail. <laughs> Uh, All right. Make sure you follow Retro Fandango on the Twitter at Retro underscore Fandango. We are the Cartridge Club's longest running pure blood podcast with its original host and the only podcast with a boner. Boner. Oh, come on. That was slow. Maybe I'll be slow. your boner. So you are time. on a, a delay. There's no way. That was like dead Then you on. have to anticipate the delay. Okay. Do it again. I'll anticipate the, the, bullet, the delay. The delay. And the only podcast with the a pin. <laughs> well, let's do it again. And the only podcast Lamor with a pin. La more la pin. La more la pin. That was better. Was it? You're getting better. It was so off. <laughs> no, that sounded good to me. Uh, you understand that the recording is. No, forget it. You don't listen to the recordings. That's why you don't understand. There you oh. go. I just do my job. Yeah. I do the talking part, and I do the thumbnail. That's it. Eric, go over to the forums at cartridgeclub.org and start a uh, <laughs> a posting for uh, episode 118. Please and thanks. You got it. All right. For this episode, I'm happy to do it. Excellent. All right. So we'll see you next week, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
No, Eric, seriously, pleasure to have you on. I, I love the discussion and the debate. And yeah, just make sure that Q-Dog House comes back once in a while. Just Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be on Fandango again. It was, it was I'm going to, I think this is my fourth time. Is it? I'm going to get to that five timers. Yeah. Who else I has been on five Die Hard. Um, he was on Die Hard. He was on, was, oh, you know which one he was on? Pee-wee. Pee -wee. Updated yeah. my journal. Oh, ah, that's, I changed that one. Sorry. <laughs> you were J, uh, Eric, but now you're K. Sorry. There you go. That's me. That's you. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> there was one for winning a contest. There was Die Hard. There was Pee Wee. So those are three. Or, so this okay. Die Hard one was winning the contest. There was one before the Die Hard. We talked about. Uh, we had. Yeah. yeah. I think you're in the five club. I'm pretty it. sure you're in the five club. You're five times. Oh, in any case, thanks for having me back on. All right, it's good times. Thrilled to be here. Our pleasure. Yeah. Fandango.